the Haringey Education Partnership Brief. It's Monday, the 20th of June. I'm Luke. And I'm Maya, and we're here to bring you up to date with what's happening in education. Here's what you need to know this week. School governors are increasingly concerned their work is becoming less visible in Ofsted inspections. The National Governance Association has written to Chief Inspector Amanda Spielman about how the new inspection framework in 2019 has led to the role of governance being diminished within the inspection process. They are calling for a return to the more informative format of inspection reports, which included information targeted at school leaders and governors. Oak National Academy, meant to be the government's new arm's-length body for curriculum resources for schools, may not be fully operational by the start of the next school year. Oak Principal Matt Hood said he couldn't guarantee anything when asked about the launch deadlines for the ALB. Do teenagers who feel anxious about testing achieve worse GCSE grades? According to a new study by John Jerram published in a blog by FFT Education Data Lab, the answer is... not really. The study sampled 5,000 year 11 pupils, and although it found a relationship between anxiety and testing outcomes, the difference in results between the most and least anxious groups was only one-fifth of a GCSE grade, suggesting that anxiety does not, on the whole, seem to have a large impact upon the grades that students leave school with. The Confederation of School Trusts surveyed 328 trust accounting officers and found that 57% of trusts said growth was one of their top three priorities. This was truer for smaller trusts, as larger trusts tended to focus on more workforce development. Two in five trusts also said that growth was their greatest challenge, though this could be taken as a positive, as it shows a realisation of the fact that achieving growth without sacrificing educational quality requires careful thought and leadership. This week's Deep Dive, Haringey Learning Partnership's Windrush Day Celebration. This week, we are deep diving with the help of Jerry Robinson, Executive Head Teacher at Haringey Learning Partnership. Jerry has written an article published in the Haringey Community Press, which will be read in preparation for the Windrush Day Celebration on the 22nd of June. HLP has sent us some audio clips of students that will be performing that day. We'll play them at the end of the article. Without further ado, here is Voyage, Hope, and Style, Celebrating Windrush Fashion, by Jerry Robinson. Windrush Day is fast approaching, and students and staff at Haringey Learning Partnership are preparing for an afternoon of celebration on Wednesday, June 22nd. This year's theme, Windrush Fashion, was chosen by a staff member who was inspired by her stylish relatives who arrived in the UK from Barbados in the 1950s. Like many other members of the Windrush generation, they arrived hopeful with the promise of starting a new life, stylishly dressed in trilby hats and ties of dazzling designs. As Rihanna Norbert David, assistant curator at the Museum of London, writes... As a Caribbean immigrant in London during the late 1940s to 1970s, your body was constantly under the white man's gaze, scrutinized, judged, and sometimes attacked. To counteract this and survive, the Caribbeans dressed smart and always tried to look their best. This would help gain respectability, potentially avoid racist attacks, or even determine one's success in a job interview. 
Black Caribbean fashion in London continues to evolve and develop, but according to Rihanna, it has never lost its deep roots in the immigration culture of moving from one place to another, fitting in while standing out, but without forfeiting one's identity. In preparation for our event, HLP invited fashion designer Tahara Smith to meet with students. Tahara shared her Windrush-inspired graduate collection, which was selected for display at Graduate Fashion Week in 2018. Some of the outfits specifically reference the story of her grandfather, Lazar Sylvester, who arrived in the UK from St. Lucia in 1958. The unique designs reference the traditional crafts of St. Lucia and are influenced by West Indian front rooms, which are known for elaborate decoration and ornamental objects. Tahara also references the work of British photographer Neil Kenlock, who famously photographed the British Black Panther Party. It was fascinating to hear about the design process and how Tahara was inspired to create her collection. Our students particularly liked a raffia vest, hand-embroidered with a black power fist, the red lion symbol of England, and the words black and British. Now our students are creating designs of their own to share at our upcoming event, Voyage, Hope and Style, which will also include music, workshops and films celebrating the Windrush generation's impact on Britain. We have no doubt that they will be inspired by the work of Tahara Smith. Voyage, Hope and Style is being held at Commerce House in Wood Green from 2pm onwards. Admission is free. Now, here is Madia, followed by Brenda and Amber, talking about their roles at the celebration. So, I hear you're taking part in the Windrush activities. Are you going to see some people from the Windrush? Yeah. Okay, so they've come over on the Windrush boat, yeah? Yes. What are you hoping to find out from them? Some ask them some questions. And what questions are you going to ask them? Ask them like how long it took them. Were they happy when they came? Like, is it something they what? Did they achieve what they wanted? The first thing we were doing, we were um, looking at designs of dresses for the windrush. Yeah, and we found some inspiration of this, uh, like pleated dress. Yeah, so, yeah, right now we're making dresses out of paper. So we're like cutting out the paper to measure it and like sticking it on with glue. And in the end it didn't actually turn out that bad, it was quite no, good. No, it didn't, it's actually really, really good. We added a belt and stuff and added yeah. like ruffled sleeves. and. Yeah, and we've heard that everyone is also going to wear like Windrush inspired outfits and it's going to be really cool. Next week, Wednesday, I think. It's. Yeah, the 22nd. And that's what we're doing for Windrush. Yeah. This week at HEP, Catty from Harringay Music Services will be with us all day on Wednesday, the 22nd of June. In the morning, Catty will be hosting a session specifically for ECTs, and in the afternoon, she'll be hosting a creative composition workshop designed to empower classroom teachers to bring musical composition into their curriculum using whatever musical resources you may have. Kirsty Holder is joining us on Thursday at 4pm to talk geography and sequencing. And Tracy Campbell will be delivering her final session of the year. The topic this month is Year 6 Transition. This session kicks off at 4pm on Thursday too. All sessions are available to book on the HEP Booking Hub. This week, we've been watching the catalogue of Windrushed Focus TV programmes from the BBC. 
From documentaries to dramas, the BBC has a great archive to get stuck into. This week we've been reading How Haringey is Celebrating Windrush Day on Haringey Community Press. Check out this article to make sure you've got all the celebrations in your diary, including a five-day festival at Bernie Grant Arts Centre kicking off today and HLP's Windrush Fashion Celebration on the 22nd of June. There's so much to get involved in. This week, we've been listening to Sonia Boyce interviewed on the Talk Art Podcast. The first black British female artist to represent Great Britain at the Venice Biennale, Sonia chats about her career to date and the development of the musical project she is currently showcasing in Venice. Born out of a discussion with a women's group in Liverpool, Boyce is curating an archive of black British female musicians. Got any names? Be sure to let her know. Boyce came into prominence in the early 1980s as a key figure in the burgeoning black arts movement of that time, with figurative pastel drawings and photo collages that addressed issues of race and gender in Britain. You may have seen some of her work at Tate Britain's Life Between Islands exhibition earlier this year. That's it for our Monday, the 20th of June, HEP Brief. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, share on social media, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This brief has been written and produced by Maya Cardwell and Luke Kemper. Music by Shane Ivers. We'll see you next week.